to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. This is episode 303. Welcome 303. along. 303. 303 is the rifle thing. Anyway. You are correct, Chris. A three hundred three is a rifle used for hunting and all sorts of other mischief. Yeah, mischief. Uh, yes. How are you going? Good. Good. Uh, good. How good. did you enjoy the weekend? Uh, it was long, long hours. <laughs> I think. I think I was there for twenty seven hours in the over, weekend. I think that's what it worked out to be. Holy crap! Yeah, I think one was thirteen. Oh, yeah, something like so, that. So, so for those uh, not playing at home. Uh, basically, uh, we were helping out with the film. So Sam actually helped the previous weekend as well. Yep. Um, and I just helped out last weekend. We we're helping uh, Nathan with his film, um, Drink Up Your Next. I don't know if that's a final title or a working title, whatever. Don't know. Um, it, it could work either way, really. Yeah, I've got to say, originally not overly amazed by the scripts. Yeah, it didn't come but across. But I went in there and, um, yeah, no, I'm pretty impressed with the what they what we were pulling off in terms of so it's interesting right they they had the dolly on tracks we had moving images we had all sorts of the stuff crane. the crane all that stuff looks pro as good production value yeah. right and it made me think you know we were so lame when i started doing this what 6 7 years ago whatever it was with our very first ones yeah um and i can't help but think and, and this is not a negative in any sh- way, shape, or form. I can't help but think that the guys coming through now are really benefiting from that work we put in earlier. Yeah, I think that, and also they're pulling in people that know a bit more stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's a, as well. a much better talent network pool now. Network, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, having said that, I think I still helped. Um, I wasn't sure at some points, but. The biggest help, my biggest qualification is, of course, the booming voice that Holy tells sh- people to yeah, shooting. Yeah, just imagine, like, you can't even do it justice on the podcast because uh, it'll blow everything out. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't even know it's about to happen. Like, you didn't even know it was happening and you're doing it. Uh, uh, so, at one point, uh, I, I, I had this moment and everybody's milling around. The actors are all talking, all the extras and stuff are talking. So, there's about eight or nine of them, and then the uh, director's talking to somebody and it's not important. Slightly getting and, off track here, all yeah, these people. And so I went, I I just yelled out like really loud. Really, really loud in a com- small community hall. Uh, positions. Actually, the good thing about that hall was that it had all those uh, panels in the roof Acoustic and stuff. panels, yeah. Because imagine if it didn't and it just echoed your voice, it would just be like rever- reverberating. <laughs> So anyway, everything goes quiet and they all run to places. So I'm like, oh my God, I didn't realize I was going to say that. It was just like, this discipline needs to happen now. And it just came out. So yeah, yeah. It, was good. it was good fun. It was good fun. Yeah, long. I, I was buggered by the end. Oh, of it. yeah. I left early on Sunday, but I did have to start work. I get up at 3.20 the next and, morning. And, you, and Saturday. Yeah. Because uh, I got home at 2 on Sunday morning. Oh, I didn't go home early on Saturday. I went home at oh, the yeah, same no, time that's as right. the other ex- that's extras. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sunday I left about 10. Yeah. 
about 10, I think. That's about and, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had to get up at 3.20. And then I get up at 3.20, get to work by 4, and end up working 11 and a half hours there. So uh, by Monday night, I was pretty... Yeah, I uh, went to check out this high school on Monday, so I had the day off work. Uh for my daughter, not just a random thing I'm doing. <laughs> just want to clarify it's a bit that. Dodgy. No, well, you, you I could have been doing a pumpkin thing there, but uh, no, uh, I was <laughs> I was not awake on that tour. I was, <laughs> oh, so you, your dad's a little simple, isn't he? <laughs> no, I I still did better than the other kid's dad that was there. Who I don't know what was going on there. Oh, really? Uh, some yeah. sort of weird dynamic slash. Because oh, that's what I remembered. Because I told you he was asking weird questions. Hey, eh, the kid. Yeah. So we went into the student centre, and this is a room where all the deans are in their offices. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of office people there, and if you need a pass to get out of school, or you're running late, or something like that, you have to go to this building. Now, this building is right smack centre in the middle of the school, nowhere near the main office. Like, there's no signs either. So until this guy told us what it was, I would have never have known it was there. Anyway. And this kid, he goes, oh, so i got a question. Um, so, because uh, he's looking at the wall and there's a whole bunch of different stuff on this wall. So what's, what, what's the deal with the scholarships? And they're like, he's like, looks at him and he goes, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that, that's for like the year 12. like the, the, the kids that are leaving to go to university. Not, not for you. Not in year nine. Okay. <laughs> he sounded exactly like that too. Just saying. <laughs> So looking for anyway, uh, looking forward to when this movie comes out. Yeah, uh, I hope he doesn't get caught up in too much, uh, you know, waiting on favors and things. Yeah, because he um, did show us an email at one point that he could. There's some funding that's come up that he can possibly go for. Yes. yes. So he mentioned that to me. So yes, uh, sort of uh, actors if he hasn't filmed anything and sort of say, oh, I could do that. And, yeah. Oh, is that the deal? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, okay. but, um, yeah, I, yeah. I do worry a little bit about his coverage. They had the um, the spreadsheet uh, shot list from Nam that was uh, printed out in um, micro text. Oh, uh, uh, there should have been a magnifying glass <laughs> with it. Because when I first saw it, when you were looking at it, I was like, "Oh my gosh, good luck with that." Um, yeah, uh, but so many of the shots, he goes, "Oh no, skip that. We've we've consolidated. We've consolidated." Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we've consolidated. Gonna- I'm like. Okay, poor editor's got to work with that. Poor Adam. Adam was there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Adam getting the, getting the footage. He's our patron. Uh, he's yep. l- he'll be listening. So yeah, hi, yeah. Adam. It was great to see you there. Yeah. Uh, hope hope you don't have a too too big a job with that one. Um, but yeah, I I think they got some good footage. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, let's talk about some cheerful things. Fifty three million people are out of work in the US now. What was it before though? I don't know. Um, is this good I, or like obviously no, that, it's, it's quite a big it's obviously worse than what it was pre-covid it was between four and nine million before oh is that oh my gosh that's yeah, a lot it's, it's, it's that's huge. a lot i might be wrong but that's what I think. if you're listening to the podcast thank you uh yeah. we don't have any work for you but hang on there i'm sure something will come up <laughs> but the, the that was that wasn't the good news the good news is oh, good there's more that all the uh, billionaires. Yes. Do you know how much their uh, their wealth has increased? Since? Oh, it's something stupid. I don't know. Twenty seven percent. Yeah, a, cool. An average. That's they, what we need to they, do. They, they, their wealth has increased twenty seven percent. Hang on, I've got a couple of things here. So twenty nine new billionaires have been created since oh, COVID I, became I, a I, thing. I wish there was more. Please have more. That's not enough. Um, Elon Musk's wealth has tripled since Corona started. 
oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I think everything's just been going well for him, basically, as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway. Yeah. But this this fact will put it into perspective okay. for you. So uh, Amazon has a total of 876,000 employees. Yep. 876. Yep. All working, slave like, got to go pee in a bottle, can't have yep. breaks, all that good stuff. Yep. Now, if Jeff Bezos decided um, he, he got struck by lightning or, or, or the, the goats, ghosts of midnight past or wherever it is and decided he'd give every single one of his workers yeah. $105,000 each, yeah. all 876,000 of them. Yeah. He would be back to what he was before the pandemic started. Oh, like at what? <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. Holy cool. shit! That's just. But at what point does that amount of money? It doesn't matter because obviously he he was and he was he on track to be the first trillionaire. Yeah, but then uh, he had the divorce, so he lost quite a bit of money there. Yeah, because yeah. his wife instantly became a billionaire. Yeah. Anyway, uh. Like and they'll, they'll never give this money away because it's their identity and they're basically a psychopath. Uh, I don't know. It just blows my mind. Like if he come around and just said, "Hey, you know what? I'm giving all my workers five grand." I'm sure everybody would go, "You're amazing." Yeah. Like just a small token, but it'll never happen. They've actually had to go and ask if they can have time off to vote uh, because America. Oh, sh- crap! I was going to do that this week. Well, you got to do it on Saturday's last day. So I have um, to do it tomorrow. You will. So, uh, but you know, America's crazy at the moment. Some of the people lining up are waiting five to ten hours just to cast their vote because that's how it's been rigged for them. Oh my god! Good times. Okay. Hey, on to another story. That oh yeah, have you voted? Just curious. Yeah, I did it like five days ago. Okay, cool, cool. Yep. All right. So, I, oh yeah, and we're recording this on Thursday. Just in case people get in case you're wondering confused. what's going on. <laughs> so by the time this gets published, Chris should have. Voted. Voted. Better have. Okay. Um, oh, do you want to talk about something? Because uh, all mine are in a row and then... Oh, I was going to talk about the, the old uh, old people that died 20 minutes apart, Chris, in Tauranga. Husband and wife been married 66 years. Wow. This couple, yep. Really cool. They're real nice people, apparently. <laughs> it's really cool. Well, you know, no, every they said that they were, you know, super close and she was going to go wherever he went and then... Um, she died first, and then 20 minutes later, he died. Random story here. They were featured in the Bay of Plenty Times in 2002 after winning a 1973 Datsun 240Z. I don't know <laughs> what that's got to do with anything. The interesting thing... It's the only photo they could find of them. No, there is a photo of them standing sort of next to each other. Uh, so that photo there, which is happy... It must be their 80th birthday or something like that. Yeah. They're getting buried like that in a single coffin. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the the funeral director guy's quoted at the bottom here, and he's like, um, "Yeah, no, we uh, we've never done that before. We had to check with the cemetery if it could be done, and then we had to go check with somebody else if that could be done. And they said, yes, it could be. And he goes, uh, I feel very privileged to be part of this. Uh, yeah. So are they getting an extra wide coffin? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I want to know. It's one of these things I want to know. Yeah, you, like, just, you just have to know. Like, the logistics just like... The um, logistics, I know. It's like... and Because he's not a big guy, is he? Well, it doesn't look too big. 
Yeah, you know what I mean. So they must have big coffins for really obese people. Like, Maybe, but I... Because they can't, like, pour them in, or they can't, like, shave bits off the side of them. And- no, but I'm wondering <laughs> if it's that or a custom-built one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but anyway, that's happening. So uh, so it's a bit more expensive for the coffin, but it's not two funerals, so it's a little bit cheaper for the family. I, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, okay. Have, have you heard the news about Mousy Dung's scroll? No. Okay, so. What's happening with the scroll? So a private collector had this scroll, and it's um, a poet poetic thing from Mao Zedong. Yeah, I um, assume it's valued at a little bit of money. It was um, worth... 20 bucks. <laughs> worth between 50 and 300 million, depending on who you oh, ask. I mean... A, a, a I'm pretty me- sure he had a measly, it insured at 300 million. A measly 50. Oh, yeah. Terrible. So somebody... Um, he had it in his apartment in This collector China, dude, yeah. China, yeah. And somebody broke into the apartment, like... Apparently, it was a bit of a, a mission, like a, a, a mission a impossible to get yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. beat all the security and systems. They broke in, like they picked the right time, they knew what the, was going and on. Were they, they after they the scroll? Do they think they or not? They grabbed a few things, including okay. the scroll. Yeah, probably like bloody uh, elephant tusks and other things. Yeah, well, not yeah uh, rhino horn yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, like, like that. Um, and pangolin scales. Yeah, oh. but, um, yeah. <laughs> but then um, the, the thieves apparently weren't that clever. What they do? They sold it for sixty-five US dollars. <laughs> Hang on, no, <laughs> they must just yeah, but they must be just run-of-the-mill burglars. They can't be specialist yeah. people. No, I know, I know. They can't have. They, so hang on. So have they got it back? Like so they, yeah, no, I'm getting to that. So they've got it back, but this person bought it in good faith from these from these yeah. thieves. I don't know if they've caught the thieves, but somebody bought this scroll Thing going. Oh, you get this for millions of dollars. Yeah. For sixty five bucks, yeah, because they wanted it in the on the wall of their apartment. So they're to, just to look, assuming it's a reproduction. I'm yeah, guessing, yeah, a reprint or um, whatever, or, or, or not. You know, it's just a scroll. Yeah, it's yeah, a Chinese okay. scroll. It's very elegant handwriting. Yeah, and it's quite poetic, mm. but it didn't really fit in the corner of the apartment very well. How so, okay? Yeah. So so they cut it in half to to fit the wall. What? <laughs> Well, they only paid sixty five bucks. Yeah, I know for it. that, but I'm just thinking. <laughs> so, oh, okay. so it's been taken back, out. and then they go, "Oh, it's been, that looks like that scroll we've got, or half the scroll we've got on our wall." And then they handed it in. It's like, "Oh, yeah, this is it," and it's worth you know fifty million plus. Not uh, anymore. Well, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, that cracks me up. Anyway. Cool. Carry on. <laughs> hey, ages ago, ages ago, yeah. <laughs> I told you about the guy's plan to build the big wooden tower with a slide and bungee jumping thing down at Waitomo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a yeah. hundred meter tower. It's got a restaurant, garden bar, bungee jump and a slide, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was going to cost up to $20 million, be unique to New Zealand, bring in everybody else, be a world famous icon, apparently, like Sydney Opera House and Big Ben. That might be a stretch, but this is what this guy reckons. And it's called the Sky Garden. It says Hamilton Man, John Heskett, he's 28. I think he might be a space cadet. Um, he sold his scaffolding business to leapfrog into this tourism venture. Anyway, this story's written really weird. Um, um, hang on. So he sold his... When, when did he sell his scaffolding uh, business? I don't know, but this is a while This ago. would have to be 
definitely pre-COVID, obviously. Oh, I, we were talking this... about this maybe two years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and yeah, a half yeah, years yeah. ago. Somewhere. Have a look at the com and have a look for it. Anyway, turns out they can't do it in uh, Waitomo because uh, New Zealand Heritage placed uh, Wahi Tapu on the site. It's a multi-pa historical site, right? Right. Where does he want to build it now, Chris? Here. Yes. Like literally, <laughs> lit- literally a couple of hundred meters from our house. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he reckons a good place to do it would be right next to the river behind the Arts Post building. Yep, that's a couple of hundred meters away. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, and he goes, you know, it'll be great. Um, there, there's my friend in Singapore. He's designing huge timber structures in Singapore. It doesn't need to be made out of steel, but timber. You can do anything with timber. It's got the strength. It's nearly the same as steel, he says. Um, Flamously more flammable than steel <laughs> I know <laughs> He's not stopped thinking about all the different features He could possibly have with a more urban location He wants it so it'll bring Hamilton on the international tourism map i tell you what would be good If you're adding things to it Yep, go A zip line across the river down, Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, diagonally across the river So you go to going over the river and then you Come out at, he, at the, the what is, uh, Anzac Park. He wants to build it because, uh, oh, look, I'm getting a phone call. That's not happening. Um, <laughs> it won't be a short phone call anyway. Uh, yeah, no, he, he loves being up high. He was first afraid of heights, but now he got over that and he thinks it'll be great. You, I remember you telling me that. It could be cheap, cheaper to build in Hamilton as some of the infrastructure won't be needed as it's already there. I don't, I don't, <laughs> what? He's, this is such a pipe dream thing this uh yeah i i don't well, know like like auckland to hamilton rail <laughs> no they've got the trains the trains have turned up they're in the rail yard i saw them anyway i don't know if that's going to happen at all or not uh all seems a bit strange to me the location i'm not sold on and uh anyway but talking uh, about the- you're going with a location though that's not a bad location i can't think of a better location unless it's the edge of the garden yeah, I think the gardens would make more sense to me, but you could do that near the river as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I think you have to use the river if you're going to. Yeah, it. you do. Talking about the river, you were in it the other day. Look at these blistered thumbs. Oh, we should take a photo for our patron. Okay, take a photo of that. It's terrible. That oh. um, so, uh, <laughs> so yes, I bought the kayak as I think we already talked yes, about. Yes, we, we have to. Yeah. Hang on. So, so it sat in the. Um, it sat in the uh, garage for a little uh, while, a couple of weeks, yeah. a week and a half, whatever. Anyway, yesterday was a very fine day, and I I got out. And I was like, oh, got out of work, and I was like, I really should go to the gym, do my stretching. And as I was driving home, I was like, oh, I tell you what, I should do just get that bloody kayak out and put it in the river yep. before Sam gets home. Otherwise, he'll want to watch and laugh at me. So I which wouldn't laugh good. at you. <laughs> you would have, because I'll, I'll tell you that in a second. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe then. <laughs> uh, so I, I managed to skip out before uh, Sam came home from work. Um, yeah, and uh, I carried it across the river, which is thirty meters, twenty meters, whatever, something like that, something like that. From, yep. from our, our house. So not very, not very far. So you went down the boat ramp. On, I went down the boat ramp. Yeah, that's where I made my first mistake because I realised afterwards I know better, but I just wasn't thinking. You're supposed to put the bow towards the shore. Oh, right. And then you sit in it yeah. in the deeper part and push off. Oh, right. But if yeah, you okay. put the stern towards the shore and you sit in it, you sink into the sand and you don't go anywhere and your feet go like this and scrap off the side uh, of the thing as you uh, 
You know, like a dog with an itchy bum on a carpet? Yes. Look like that. Shuffle. Bum, <laughs> bum shuffle. So anyway, so I did that, and then I started paddling furiously upriver. That is hard. Was it harder than you expected or just about the same well, as what there you was thought? A, uh, did you notice the breeze yesterday? Uh, yeah, I think it was a breeze, wasn't there? It, there was. I didn't notice it till I was paddling against it upriver. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm paddling furiously. Um, it took me half an hour just to get past the uh, Wellington Street Beach, which yep. is like a t- two-minute walk. Not very far. <laughs> yeah. If you walk up the, this side of the river, you walk straight up. It's yeah, t- two to five minutes. So it took me half an hour to get past that. Yeah. Uh, and then I learned something while back. Oh, one of the things I realized not long after I got into that is yeah. like every other time I've kayaked on the Waikato River, we've been dropped off at Narrows Landing and kayaked downwards, downstream. Yes. Never tried no paddling upstream. Oh, my God. So anyway. Um, Was the kayak feeling stable? Kayak's stable as hell. It's okay, great. Good. It's yeah. great. Uh, it's fairly comfortable. Um, yeah. I was not that comfortable being new novice. Yeah, yeah, sort of thing. Uh, got the blisters in my thumbs from the pi- the paddling, obviously. Yes, but uh, yeah. So, um, but one of the times I went down the river uh, was to help with some school kids. So I was in a kayak, and they were in these little uh, inflatable tire things. Yeah, river bugs they're called. Oh, okay. Um, I, a friend of mine run the company, so he said we need another couple of people to go with us so i was like yeah i'll be i'll be one of them and one of the things he said and i never thought about it before till he said it is water flows in straight line did you know that so no, if you've got don't. a bend yeah the water flows straight across oh right. and that's where you get the eddies and the yeah. the calm pieces so i realized what i needed to do is head upstream and make sure i was heading into the bend yeah so i get into the calm bit and i, I made a bit of sp- you know, made Ground. a bit of progress yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I did that a couple of times, and then I'm trying to get to that next bend after the um, thing, and I'm starting to flag a little bit about yep. 25 minutes in, and I look at this bush next to me, and I'm paddling furiously, and that bush is just right there, and it's not moving. <laughs> it's not going forward. It's not going backwards. And I was like, I'll give it five more minutes so I can say I did a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I turned, then I stopped at half an hour. And I I just um, let it drift back down, just keeping it straight. Took me. I didn't. You know, I didn't paddle at all. It took me less than ten minutes to get back to the boat ramp. Uh, but yeah, and then it took a lot longer to carry it up the hill than. Um, yeah, I'll I, bet. Um, that's the only downside I think to it. Yeah, but no, it was good. It was good. So uh, probably not exciting for everybody else, but uh, yeah. No, it sounds it. like you had a good time. Yeah, it was good. I heard something else today. I'm just going to jump into this then. Yeah, go. California, Los Angeles, I think it was, has this new firefighting robot. It's like a tank, and it goes in, and it's remote controlled, and it fights fires. Okay, cool. So it just fires out something? Yeah, it takes... Repellent or water, one of the two? I think it takes a hose with it, and it um, shoots water. Oh, that's pretty cool. Well, see, the thing that got me, wouldn't they already have that? They've only just got that now? Like, seriously? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those things. Probably like, oh. I would have thought, I would have thought they'd had one for ages. Like honestly, I, and then I was like, am I out of? Am what? I, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. What do you think? Do you think it's surprising that they never had this before, or what? I think it's just one of those things they never really <laughs> thought about. Probably, 
I don't know. Yeah, it is. I mean, all the technology's there. Yeah. Like, they should have been able to do it ages ago. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure 10 years ago, we talk, We were looking at, um, you know, on TV, to be fair, but, you know, uh, robot tank police systems that crash into buildings. I'm thinking of um, various uh, bad cop shows and stuff or, or films. But, I mean... I, I, it just floors me that that hasn't been done yet. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, if it helps uh, protect uh, firefighters, firefighters, because they've lost three so far this year. In this that's season. probably not bad though, really, for them. given the, the millions of acres. No, I actually, suppose. talking about machinery, uh, I was reading this little story before. I thought it was interesting. So there's a thirteen and a half million dollar tunnel boring machine coming here uh, to New Zealand. Uh, they're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got this mental image of it boring its way under the under the sea as we speak. No, <laughs> no, yeah, I, be, I presume it's coming on a ship. It is coming on a big ship. Uh, so it's the new underground train project, City Rail Link, and uh, that the German manufacturer they've had it in China, and they've got a time lapse of them putting it together and then putting it on the ship. Uh, they've done five hundred tests to make sure it's ready. And then um, that's all pretty cool. It's going to turn up. It'll be, it has been dismantled, put onto the ship. It'll turn up, and then they'll um, put it back together. They just play the re- video in reverse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll start tunnelling in April next year, uh, once they have it all set up, ready to go. 7.15 metre diameter for the cutting head, which okay, uh, is more than cute. a height of an adult giraffe. Cool. Uh, it weighs 910 tons and it's 130 meters uh, long. And it says here that uh, it, it'll go, it'll do one tunnel, it'll bore all the way through, and then they pick it up with a truck and they got to take it back around to start again and do the second tunnel. It's doing two tunnels. 24 hours, seven days a week it runs this thing. How many people do you reckon operate it? Uh, I don't know, five. 12 people. Wow. I thought there'd be a few more for 24 or seven. Oh, yeah, true. But uh, oh, yeah. not twelve at one time. No, I think it's twelve people. Twelve in the so ships. so that'd be, six and six. That'd be no, it'd be three lots. Four sh- uh, three. Yeah, four people. Three for eight hour three. shifts. Yeah, yeah, I assume yeah. so. But anyway, hopefully that works well for them. But uh, yeah, no, it's pretty cool. You just reminded me of something. Um, yes, yeah, good. The statue David, the David. You know the David. Yep. Right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so it's uh, done by Michelangelo in the 1700s. Sounds good. 1500s. Yeah. I haven't. I can't remember. So, how big is that statue? Do you know? Oh, isn't it like? Is it huge or is it no? It's normal size, isn't it? See, that's exactly what I thought. So there was a pretty. I good- can't tell now that you now that you've asked me that. I and I'm fifty fifty. It's okay, one or the so other. I always thought it was human size because I thought it was in life size. It was in proportion. So this guy did a, a really good article that they read out on the uh, daily, um, the Daily, the New York yeah. Times um, thing the other this week. And uh, yeah, no, it's seventeen foot tall. It's the same height as an adult giraffe. Um, which oh. is why you reminded me. I'm like, I never knew but that. But you the- always see photos of it, but never next to anything. And so it's it's towering. It's huge. But that's the thing, isn't it? It may be big, but it is exactly in proportion. Oh, and it's amazing. So they told the story about it. And I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. So there was a whole bunch of things that went wrong with it from the very beginning. Somebody decided they wanted this big statue for the temple outside of whatever in Greece, right? Yeah. And so, uh, Italy, rather. 
And so they um, hired this guy who'd done a little bit of um, marble sculpture, but on little pieces, and he had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. And he had no idea how things were done. So he went out and he asked them to cut a big, this huge block of marble. Yeah. And they cut this block of marble, and they he didn't know what he was asking for, so he they cut badly. They okay. had veins going through it that's yeah. damaged and all the rest of it. So at the time it arrived in um, the village, Michelangelo either had – I think he hadn't even been born yet. Oh, right. Right? So okay. um, he's got a bit of time then. So this guy – oh, and the other thing the guy did was he carved a piece out. He, he Instead of coming – the whole block coming, he did a rough cut of it. Oh, you know, yeah. Just cut the rough – yeah, okay. and, and people are like, "What's that going to be?" Because that doesn't look like a person. Like he really, he <laughs> really munted it. Yeah, and so it it took a few years to get it to the village, like or the town, uh, Florence is sorry in Italy. And so when it got there, they fired the guy, yeah. and it sat there for thirty five years Whoa. or something. And marble, when you get it out of the ground, you're supposed to carve it straight away. Okay. If you wait too long, it goes uh, all hardens icky up? And, oh. and stuff. Okay. And so it had been sitting out in the weather for like 35 years, and finally Michelangelo, who'd now done some New cool some stuff. stuff, they said, oh, we'll get you to do it. And he goes, right, first thing you got to do is put it upright, which took quite a bit of uh, effort. And then second thing is I want you to build a wall around it because um, I don't want people to see what I'm doing. And he, like, chipped away at it for two years, but – so it shouldn't have been able to be worked. It was in a munted shape and they're like, we don't even know how you're going to get a human being out of this. Like, it's not the right shape for a Whoa. human. And then uh, when he finally unveiled it, they were just amazed because it was the most fluid-looking marble sculpture of all time. It's the, the most well-known statue in the well, world. Well, when you know what you're doing, you can uh, yeah. work miracles. Because that was the other thing. It was unrelated to that. But Michelangelo uh, became a very, very wealthy man. He was you know, he was very successful. He did the Sistine Chapel and stuff. Yeah. But he did all this stuff, and he was very, very wealthy. As opposed to Leonardo da Vinci who was always broke, always after a patron. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, had loads of ideas, but he never finished things. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Craziness. That uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. woo Very um, good. So, yeah, if uh, speaking of patrons. <laughs> if you want to help us out and show your support, we'd uh, love that. Yeah, no, we really, really would. So, uh, and thanks to all the patrons we have currently. And on that note, yes, uh, we will catch up with you. Next week. Yep, until then, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.